What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Here's my favorite rant for the day, excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. This is the Tom Hartman Program. Greetings, my friends, patriots, lovers of democracy, truth and justice, believers in peace, freedom, and the American way. Uh, Tom Hartman here with you, and uh, I, in the uh, my my throat and lungs are slowly recovering. My, I saw I talked to my doctor yesterday, and uh, she says that I've apparently developed bronchitis as a result of the viral infection I had before in my lungs, and so. Um, I'm taking my honey, lemon, garlic, and boy, does that stuff work. You take an entire bulb of garlic and crush it into, a, into a, the fresh juice of two lemons and a, about three tablespoons of honey, and it uh, just knocks anything out. But anyhow, uh, I don't want to uh, totally whack my voice, so I'm going to take the second and third hour today. Uh, Jefferson Smith is going to be in here filling in for me, just like yesterday. And then hopefully tomorrow I'll be all better. Um, I have some questions. Uh, the, the number one, I think, is will Donald Trump be reelected? Um, Thomas Frank has an interesting piece suggesting explicitly, and I've, I've said this actually last week, I, I said I think that if Trump ran, runs for re-election, there's a very good chance he'll get re-elected. And, and Thomas Frank is making that case as well. And, and he's basically making the case, arguing that it won't be so much that Trump is so great but that the Democratic Party won't step up and reclaim their talking points. Trump ran on, you know, these trade deals suck. And uh, that, that was, you know, traditionally the Democratic Party's position and still is the position of progressives in the Democratic Party. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a few other issues as well. Uh, you know, health care for all. Donald Trump said he was going to make sure that everybody was insured and it would be cheaper than Obamacare. And that helped get him elected. And... Um, you know, uh, Democrats need to coalesce around some of these issues. So do you think Don, Donald Trump would be reelected or could be reelected in 2020? Or if he ran today, do you think so? And then in that context, a few other questions. Um, number one, the, the idea of organized money now running our government. This is, this is a serious one. Um, Scott Pruitt, the tool of, you know, the fossil fuel industry and has been for a long, long time. Uh, Scott Pruitt is, is blowing up science over at the EPA. He, he, is, he has taken this position and he's using the, the rubric of transparency 
He says, uh, we can't use scientific reports that aren't, quote, transparent, end quote. Now, what the heck does he mean by that? Well, what he means by that is that if there is any information in a study that cannot be made public, then you can't use that study. So when the CDC does a survey of thousands of physicians and finds out you know, how many, how many cases of lung cancer there are in coal country versus the rest of the nation, because the individual doctors are not identified and because the individual patients' confidentiality is being respected and their names are not included in the study, Scott Pruitt won't allow the study to be considered when the EPA is making policy, which means that virtually all of the public health research that's been done in the last 50 years that has shown us how lead and paint damages young, young kids' brains, which has shown us how particulate pollution, uh, you know, from, from everything from power plants to automobiles to, you know, fra to uh, uh, cracking uh, oil and turning it into gasoline, that all of those things, all of the studies that show, that show us that those things cause cancer and asthma, none of those studies can be used. Mark Sumner, writing over at the Daily Kos about this today, uh, says, under the pre pretense of transparency, Scott Pruitt is preparing to radically reduce the number of studies that can be used in setting EPA policy. This will include disallowing data from many reports concerning health effects of pollutants and contaminants in the environment. The ruling would not just block new studies, but eliminate the use of landmark reports that have long been used to limit human exposure to toxins, opening the door for a massive rollback of much of the environmental progress over the last 50 years. What we're seeing right now with the Trump presidency, and I think this, again, goes to this question of can he be reelected because he's going to have this kind of money and power behind him, right? The Kochs are very, and their, and their buddies are very, very happy with what Scott Pruitt is doing, rolling back these regulations, these protections for you and me. And I would, I would remind the Democrats of the guy who created the modern Democratic Party, the 20th century and 21st century Democratic Party. It would be Franklin Roosevelt what he had to say about the corrosive influence of money in politics. Here he is. We had to struggle with the old enemies of peace, business and financial monopoly, speculation, reckless banking, class antagonism, sectionalism, war profiteering. They had begun to consider the government of the United States as a mere appendage to their own affairs. And we know now that government by organized money is just as dangerous as government by organized mob. So, you know, will the Democrats start talking about this and like this, you know, using this kind of, this kind of framing and this kind of conversation? Will they do that again? Because if they do, I believe they can easily beat Donald Trump. And frankly, if they had in a really aggressive and credible way in the last election, they would have beaten Donald Trump. So, you know, number one, there's a couple of other pieces to this, too. Apparently, if you are Muslim, it's not possible to be mentally ill. That's that's what I'm getting out of the news coverage yesterday. Uh, you know, the, for a brief window, it looked like or there was this this story out there that the guy in, in Toronto who, who ran his car into, into a group of people was Muslim. 
And in fact, I mean, you know, you, they've on MSNBC they even had uh, Dino Badala on going, you know, who's Muslim himself, saying, well, you know, uh, this is not a good thing. And but the, once they figured out that he wasn't Muslim, then suddenly they started talking about how he was mentally ill. Now there are some reports, and these are absolutely unconfirmed, but they're all over the internet. And I, you know, in fact, one of the one of the um, uh, McDonald Global says, uh, we're working on verifying this Facebook post. Alec Manassian was the guy yesterday who drove the car. And according to one of his, what appears to be one of his Facebook posts, um, he says, we, uh, Catherine McDonald says, we've just obtained this Facebook post from the accused Alex, Alec Manassian, suspected of the uh, Young and Finch mass casualty, posted early this afternoon. Uh, what he says is, uh, Private Recruit Manassian, Infantry 0010, wishing to speak to Sergeant Forchan, please. The incel rebellion has already begun. Now, incel are young men who are involuntarily celibate. In other words, women won't sleep with them. Now, you will recall, no, seriously, you will recall that uh, Mr. Roger the terrorist in, in Santa Barbara who at, at, in, back in 2014 uh, went out and, you know, on a rampage and killed six people saying that, you know, because of his status as a virgin, he wanted to take revenge on his sexually active peers. Uh, and uh, this, you know, Elliot Rogers is the guy's name. And so then, you know, over at We Hunted the Mammoth, the question, they, they're referring to him as St. Elliot, Right, these these young men who can't find women to sleep with them because they're so crazy or so right wing or whatever, and uh, they're calling themselves incels. So you know, is that mental illness or is that terrorism? Well, apparently, according to the media, you can only be a terrorist if you're a Muslim, even though over seventy percent of terrorist incidents that have involved you know the death of Americans have been done by right wingers. And only about 15%, or excuse me, only about uh, 25 or 30% have been done, less than 30%, fewer than 30% have been done by Muslims. So, you know, is this meme going to continue? Is Trump going to continue successfully to promote and have it picked up in the media? The idea that the only terrorists out there are Muslims. And uh, don't worry about those white power guys. They're just good Republicans. We'll be back with your calls after this. This is the Tom Hartman Program. Oh, and I've got to add uh, how the White House is, is weaponizing the idea of patriotism, another tool that Trump is going to use to get reelected. Hi, I'm Nate Atwell here with the Tom Hartman Program. We have a great show for you today. Tom, ask. Uh, hi, I'm Nate Atwell here at the Tom Hartman Program. We have a great show for you today. Will the morbidly rich get Trump elected again in 2020? Uh, Tom also speaks to Dr. Michael Mann on climate change. Is there hope for humanity or is it too late? Afterwards, Jeff Smith from X-Ray FM takes over and asks the big why. Why are you active? Why are you getting out there and getting active? He also speaks to Andy Motoro from the Alaska Wildlife League. This is a great show. You're not going to want to miss it. TomHartman.com slash podcast, YouTube.com slash Tom Thank you. <laughs> 